Hello everyone, and welcome to Fridays at 3pm, powered by Modern Driven Media. I'm Rach, and today I'm here with Nadine, and we have an interesting topic for you today. Yeah, super excited about today's topic. I think a lot of people will relate to it. I think a lot of us maybe don't even know that this is something relevant for us, so I think um, it's going to be a really good one, so ready to dive in. So, have you ever felt like you're either at work or at an event with people that you know, but you get this feeling that's kind of, like, overwhelming, like you don't really belong or you feel like you're not qualified for the job you're doing? Well, it's actually a quite common phenomenon, and it's called imposter syndrome. So, what is imposter syndrome? It is the false idea that you believe that one's success is the product of luck or fraud rather than skill. You might feel like you're a phony or you don't like deserve the position you're in. Um, a lot of people have it and I feel like social media in today's um, day and age, we feel like there's always comparison and a lot of people are experiencing this because of it so yeah I totally agree and I think an important thing to know about imposter syndrome is that over 70 percent of young people experience it and I think adding to your point about social media I think Instagram is basically a shrine for people's accomplishments people are on Instagram like I got a new car I got a new job I moved to a new city I bought a house I did all these things um, so we're constantly in, in competition with each other, whether we feel like it or not. And that goes for the professional world, too. I mean, if you're on LinkedIn and you see your friends starting a new job, you see your friends getting a promotion, you see people, you know, moving to bigger companies, corporate offices, you may feel like maybe you're behind. You may feel like maybe you're not doing a good enough job. And a lot of us younger people are in positions where we're working alongside people who have been in the industry for years, um, whether that be the finance industry, the marketing industry. This is something that kind of goes across all industries. So I think although we are you know, in the digital marketing world, I think this affects a lot of us in every different industry, in every different demographic, whether you know, you're younger or maybe even older. Um, I think a lot of us have this feeling of am I someone people want to listen to if you know maybe you are called to do a presentation and you're like why am I the expert on this I don't know what I'm doing I don't know you know what's going on um but you are an expert in what you do no matter how young you are um and I know that personally I know that I can relate to this and I and I wonder if you know a lot of a list of our listeners can also relate because I think it's definitely something that um, I've talked about with a lot of my peers, I've talked about with a lot of my friends, um, and I've, you know, worked through myself as well. Yeah, and I feel the same exact way. Um, like we're saying, it is very common. So, I want to go into the background of it, like how it actually was discovered and came about. So, it was coined by these two psychologists named Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes. They were, sorry if I butchered the names, I'm like so bad when it comes to that, but um, they, they were two female psychologists um, and they published an article called The Imposter Phenomenon in High Achieving Women. Again, further along with that, it was uh, 
part of a 1978 journal entry called uh, Psychotherapy Theory Research and Practice. And the article was initially written on, like, high-achieving women who felt like they were fooling everyone with um, their intelligence and, like, they weren't, they didn't feel as qualified as they were said to be. So, the phenomenon was originally thought to be present among females, but now, today, we clearly understand that this isn't just a female thing, this affects everyone. I think it is important, too, um, and one of the articles I was reading is that although we all can experience imposter syndrome, it is disproportionately affecting women and minorities, um, so that's something to take into consideration as well, just in terms of societal constructs and you know breaking the glass ceiling and all those different things that we talk about um this comes into play as well so it, you know there's a lot of factors that affect this feeling of not being enough or you know not being smart enough or maybe you are smart but it's just because of chance that you're in this position or whatever it may be mm-hmm. yeah I, I agree with that too a lot of it is based in our system and culture and we kind of write it off as like uh, we're feeling this way because, you know, this is how our system is, or societal standards, you know. And even historically, when you think about, you know, back in the day when women would stay home and women didn't have, you know, jobs in different industries, especially, you know, ones that were maybe like technology or um, finance or something like that, that are commonly known as like men's jobs or things like that. Um, I think that this research, this article was was really important to start this conversation. And now obviously we know men can experience imposter syndrome, never going to take away that fact that everyone can experience it. Um, But you know, when you look at just the history of things, it kind of makes sense like how people start to think about these things and like, why we feel the way we do. So it's always, I think, important to look at the holistic picture and think, okay, this didn't just like spur of the moment happen. Like what led up to this feeling and how can we kind of break it down and, you know, understand it more? Mm-hmm, exactly. And of course, there's two sides to every story. Um, there are people that believe that this is just a phenomenon that is part of human nature. Everyone experiences it. And then there's some people who believe that this is an actual uh, syndrome, even though it's not uh, officially, it's not an officially diagnosed syndrome that can be clinically treated. We are seeing more of it every day. People are coming out about having these feelings. Um, You're still able to get help and guidance with it, but, you know, people believe that it's just human nature. Others believe that it's an actual syndrome and we need to be more aware of it and get help for it, all that stuff. So yeah, I think also depending on the person who feels this way, I think it can affect your work a lot more. For example, if you did have anxiety or depression or some other challenge that you were going through, I think having this on top of it would make it a lot more difficult to do your job. If you're constantly like, I am not supposed to be here. This is not for me. I don't do any good work. You know what I mean? Like those kinds of thoughts can really spiral. So I think 
you know, whether you believe it, it needs to be clinically diagnosed or you believe it's just a common thing that people feel. Um, again, just thinking about it like all around and like how different people react to one another, how different people talk to one another. Um, it can really affect your day to day, especially, you know, you spend more time at work than you do anywhere else. You're spending eight hours a week, at least in the office or online now. Um, but that's a lot of time to think about, you know, your worth and your value and what you bring to the table. And if you're constantly feeling like it's not enough, it's definitely going to play into your personal life as well. So, you know, there's a lot to consider. And I think a lot of us may have like little twinges of it here and there. A lot of us may battle it more kind of um, head on and have a little bit more of those reoccurring feelings. Um, But again, it's important to think about all the different ways this can affect your work, and also your personal life in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and more on that, we do know it is stemmed from, you know, self-esteem or even perfectionism plays a role in it. So the more you can be aware of yourself and the more you get to know yourself, the more you can kind of overcome this phenomenon, syndrome, whatever you want to call it. But moving into some of the symptoms of it, like I said, usually people that have the, these thoughts, it is, it starts off as a general thing and then it can snowball if you keep feeding into it. Um, but basically, people with it have trouble internalizing their own competence and skills. Um, like I said, self-esteem, self-doubt, feeling like you won't live up to expectations. Um, you know, like if you are in a high pressure environment where there's high expectations you want to you're always reaching to meet those it can leave a lot of wear on your mental health and all that um that can feed into the imposter syndrome so and then of course as you said like anxiety and depression can be linked to it as well i think this is something that a lot of us need to consider just in terms of like who we are like i mentioned before a lot of our younger group of people work with a lot of older people um and i think that we try to compare where we are to where they are and that is simply not fair to yourself um i know for me personally in my first role i was the youngest person in the company um by probably in my in my division probably like six years um in the company probably like three or four um so I always got that you know oh you're so young oh you don't know oh you're really young and I think that that plays a big big role in for me personally why I always feel like imposter syndrome is something that I I deal with um so take into consideration that if you're someone who is younger and maybe you are in an office that has um, people with a little bit more experience, with um, you know a bit longer of a resume, you can't exactly be on the same page as they are just because of time. And if you are in a position that you're working with these people who have had years of experience and you're on that team, that already shows that you're light years ahead of where you need to be so if you're making mistakes or if you're having some trouble understanding things that seem like common sense to everyone else 
that's probably because they've been doing it for years longer than you. Um, and that's no fault of your own. And that's not something that you should take into heart and make you feel like you're behind. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things that I like to think about um, in terms of imposter syndrome. And I know I, again, like we all compare ourselves to everyone else. Are we on the right track? Are we where we need to be? And a lot of the time it's like, oh, well, I, I, I don't know this. I should know this. And you don't, you should be doing whatever it takes to be better at your job. Um, and it doesn't mean that because you don't know something that you are not qualified. Like nobody knows everything. No one has all the answers. No matter what role you're in, no matter how long you've been in any industry, there are always going to be people who know different things or know how to do something another way. And that doesn't discredit or disqualify you as someone who is an industry expert or who is knowledgeable in the industry. Um, and I think that's something that we really do need to remind ourselves of. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> I, we all know I'm like the youngest in the company. So you had a lot of good points there just with the whole, whole like experience thing. I tend to feel like I'm like, oh, I don't really know too much about this. But it again, I'm focusing on one job and I, you know, I don't have as much as much experience as the others do. So it's just something to keep in mind. Um, there's like a quote or something where it's like, you can't compare someone's final destination to your like beginning. Um, and I think that speaks a lot everyone's on their own journey, everyone's on their own path. I'm a big preacher of that. I'm always saying that. But it is it is true at the end of the day, like everyone's doing their own thing. There's no timeline you need to follow. And I like how you said that if you are like the youngest in the company and even though you may not have an, as much experience, it does show that you're so further ahead than like a lot of other people because you're in that position for a reason. Yeah. And I think that that we need to give yourself credit for that. I mean, I yeah. I think too, um, another interesting thing I was reading in one of these articles was about summit syndrome, which is kind of like a brother to imposter syndrome. And basically a lot of young people chase this high of corporate, corporate goals that are unattainable. Um, so it's like, okay, well, I did this, now I'm going to do this. I got a promotion, now I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to be a leader. And, like, you are constantly trying to do more, which isn't a bad thing. It's not bad to have goals and to set them for yourself. It is bad when you feel like you're not accomplished until you do these things. Um, and I think a lot of us get in our heads like, okay, well, yeah, I did this thing, but I didn't do this thing yet. And it's like, give yourself the second to look at where you started, where you came from, and where you are now, and reward just the growth there in that in that time period. You know, even just like thinking about like like a year ago. I, I'm sure anyone right now, you can think about yourself a year ago and be like, wow, things were so different, or I learned so much, or I did this thing that I would never thought I would do. We all just lived through a pandemic for one. So congratulations for <laughs> making it through that because that was something totally unexpected. You know what I mean? And like every, I feel like every year I look back and even now, like personally, a year ago, I wasn't even working at MDM yet. A year ago, I wasn't even here. <laughs> I wasn't even in yeah. Philadelphia. And it's like, just take a second. Yeah. Maybe you didn't 
do everything you wanted to do, but there's probably so much more that you accomplished that you're not even thinking about because you're moving on to the next thing so quickly and the next goal that you don't give yourself a second to really look at what you've done and be proud of it and understand that you are growing and things take time. You're never going to have all the answers. You're never going to be, you know, the all seeing eye of any industry, but you are getting better every day. And that in itself is incredible and amazing. So I think instead of just chasing that next goal and like, I need to do this, I need to get here, I need to be here to be successful. You'll never feel successful because you'll always be going for the next thing. So you're always gonna have that feeling of like, well, I'm not done yet, I'm not done yet, I, I, I didn't do enough. Um, when you probably did do enough. So just like take a second and be like, hey, these are the things that I've done that you know I'm really proud of. Um, one of the things it does mention is um, in this article is making a list Um, And it says, make a list of 10 things that show you are just as qualified as anyone else for the role you're seeking. So it could even be something like, I work really well with people. I, you know, took this course. I went to this um, expo or this event. I, you know, have a mentor. Whatever it is, make a list and just like look at those things and be like, that's awesome. I am definitely here and I'm able to be, you know, a player in this industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, take a step back and reflect on how far you've come. Reflect on the process. Make sure you're giving yourself time to relax, take a step back, just oversee everything in order to get rid of those comparison like tendencies. When you take a step back and you only focus on yourself and pay attention to your old work and then focus on your new work, you see the steps you're taking for yourself to grow and get better that way you're like focused on always trying to be always trying to like be make a new and better version of what you did before um you're not trying to like compare someone else's work to your own you know and again sometimes a little reassurance is all you need too it never hurts to talk to people and like say hey look I'm having these feelings of like self-doubt or I just feel like I like don't belong in this position you know sometimes when you take time to like talk about your insecurities and stuff you no longer have a hold on them like they no longer control you so definitely like reassurance talking it out to people uh letting your feelings out and then from there you can better internalize and like find find where these thoughts and feelings are stemming from um and then that allows you to like get a better grip on things and like create that new perception of yourself yeah yeah totally I think a lot of times sometimes we just need to talk it out because I know and talk to someone outside like you can talk to someone in your in your office who you trust, who, you know, you feel comfortable talking to, but you can also talk to a support system outside of work. And I think that'll give you so much more insight on, you know, where you're at. Because I know for me, a lot of the time I'll talk to, to, I'll talk to my friends or my boyfriend and they're like, you're good. Like you're, you're fine. You know, like, you know, so much about this, like, you know, you'll have a conversation about something that you talk about at work all the time. And people will be like, what? And, you know, you just, you know how much, you don't know how much you know until you talk to someone else about what you do. And they're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like I could never do that, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, 
when you have those moments where you're like, hey, I'm really feeling, you know, like I'm not doing enough. And it's like, sometimes that puts into perspective for you too. I, I The other morning I woke up and I was like, oh, I feel so lazy today. Um, and my boyfriend was like, didn't you just do an hour workout this morning? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, it's like you get in your head and you're like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not, uh, uh, whatever. And like someone on the outside can be like, hey, um, you really are. <laughs> yeah. So so do that. So talk to people. And, and I think that helps so much. And also don't be afraid to own your success. Um, one thing it says in this article too is women tend to explain their successes away by ascribing them to things like luck, hard work, or help from others rather than their intelligence um, or their innate ability, which men often do. So practice saying I'm proud of what I accomplished and don't try to play it off all the time I think we I think that is something that a lot of us do and I think it's totally fine to be like yes I had help yes people supported me but at the end you did it you know what I mean you were the one who did it if you were if you had a personal trainer and you lost a hundred pounds they didn't lose that those pounds for you they helped you and they supported you and they told you what to do but ultimately you were the one who lost the weight, right? So it's like, thank you for your help, but also I did this, so I'm going to take responsibility for it, and I'm going to take credibility for it, and I'm going to be proud of myself for it. So I know, like, things like work can't always be as tangible as, like, losing 100 pounds or, like, making X amount of money or, like, getting a raise or whatever it may be. Um, But there's always those tangible things that are like, yes, you had help along the way, but you were the one who did it. Um... So don't forget that. Um, Don't always just kind of brush it off like, oh, I'm just lucky to be here or, you know, I'm just really well supported. Even if those things are true, at the end of the day, you did do them. So so own it and don't be afraid to own it because I know I get I get that way, too, where it's like weird. It's like, oh, is that like it's kind of it makes you feel kind of gross, like, oh, I, I feel like I'm being overconfident or like whatever. And it's like, no, you're just truly proud of yourself. And that's okay. Mm hmm. Yeah, I like how you put that together. The like weight comparison and everything that really helps. <laughs> that I do that all the time. Like I'll be like, eh, I don't know. Like I feel like it's just luck. But then when you take a step back and really look at it, it's like, no, you did this, you did this, you did this, and all three of those things added up to the big um, achievement. So yeah, I totally get it. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm always like, more. I could be more, more, more. Um, and I think especially like, I don't know about you, but I feel like school was really good for me because there was like, you got an A, you did good. You know, in real life, you don't get A's or B's or C's. You just like do stuff and you keep doing stuff. And it's like, am I doing well? Like, is this enough? You don't get like the like, A plus, you did it. You know what I mean? Where like... In school, it's like, I'm good at school. I did everything I needed to do. I have an A. I'm good. In real life, you don't have that. Um, So I think for me personally, I think that that's hard because I always had something to quantify like, oh, I'm getting good grades, which means I'm doing well. You don't have that as an adult in in any industry. So it's like, you're just kind of going along, doing things. You make mistakes and you might just like focus on the mistakes because you're like, oh, this is... 
I made a mistake. I, this is so obvious. And like, you don't think about like all the other million things that worked out well and that did well. You're just thinking about this one mistake that stands out in your mind. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. School was like the best, but also the worst. Cause I feel like a lot of it stemmed from school. How just being like how it's so like structured and you do have those letters to like define like where you stand. But as you're saying, like in real life, there's no like rule book, you know, <laughs> you just had you kind of have to like go along with it and just uh, learn from your mistakes and uh, keep do try new things, keep working on new projects, whatever it is, just keep moving forward like you're on the right track, even though it doesn't feel like it, you are on the right track. <laughs> yeah. And like, think about what success means to you. Like, are you do, is success what is it? like what does it mean and like don't have too rigid of a view of success either success doesn't mean that you're making six figures at 25 because that would mean that i'm not successful and probably most of us are not successful <laughs> you know what i mean like there's just yeah. so many ways to like you can be successful without reaching without reaching your goal or right away or you know being at a ceo before you're 30 like you don't have to you don't have to succumb to these things you're successful in a lot of other ways um so don't put so much stress on like this is what i need to be it exactly no i do feel like if you have that like clear vision where it's like okay this is your only goal and this is what i'm focusing on for the rest of my life then that's fine like go ahead and do that <laughs> you know <laughs> try and become a millionaire by 30 you know but realistically it's it's not attainable for a lot of people um you know it de it definitely does take a specific type of person to do that but again just make sure you're setting realistic goals for yourself and just keep doing the most you can do uh don't put too much pressure on yourself because that all can fuel the imposter syndrome but yeah just go at a steady pace and you'll be fine <laughs> i agree <laughs> Ooh, I want to talk about, like, environments, how the environment that you're in can play a role of it, too. So, I was reading uh, an article that was saying how certain environments in your upbringing can create this imposter syndrome in your head, right? So, if you have really, sh like, strict, high-achieving parents that are always, like, pushing you to do your best, chances are you're going to fall into that, like, perfectionist mindset, and then that can be a trigger for imposter syndrome when you're out there on your own, uh, living your own life, and, you know, say you get the job you always wanted, but it's like, uh, do I really deserve this? And I think a way to get past that is to know that, the opinions that your parents are telling you when you're younger, like, it's their opinion. You don't have to follow their opinion. As you grow up, you, you become your own person and you start to realize, like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is how I feel. Like, I don't know why I was being so pressured to do these things as a kid, but really, they're just trying to, you know, project some of their insecurities on you. Um, and I think... The more you, like, realize that, it's like, okay, like, I don't need to be successful for anyone else. I can just be, like, just be successful for myself. And I think once you get to that point, it becomes a lot easier and it takes away 
um, the phenomenon on its own. So yeah, and I think that that happens um, a lot with a lot of first generation students. So if you're the first one in your family to graduate from college or you know to work in a corporate office position, you may feel like, is this me? Like, am I supposed to be here? So even like even if maybe your parents were very supportive, but if your environment growing up was very different than the one that you work in, it might just be difficult to wrap your head around. So you might feel like an imposter because maybe a lot of people in your family, you know, don't have these, you know, high paying jobs or these specific jobs and, you know, more of the business professional category. So it might be hard for you if you grew up with, you know, a family who had more of a relaxed sort of environment with their jobs or maybe, you know, kind of lower end jobs for you to grow up and be in a position like this can be hard to to just wrap your head around, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically, what I'm saying is your environment plays a role in lots of ways, I guess I should say, just in terms of like understanding where you come from, what your background is and where you're at now and what that looks like. Um, I know my my adult life looks a lot different from my family's adult life in terms of like I went to college like no one else in my family other than my sister went to college no one else is like in a, in an office setting like everyone has kind of different roles um, so that's you know it, it's it's crazy the difference between my like 30 year old cousins and like what they're doing versus like me being like 25 and you know being in in an office and like having all these roles and responsibilities and things so again like just think about your environment and how that plays into how you view yourself professionally and um what that means for you mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah i think we all come from different places too so mm-hmm. some people may not have gone to college and are in a corporate setting and maybe they feel like they don't deserve to be there maybe some people went to college but they didn't go for the thing that they're doing now um so many people have different you know environmental things that make us think about ourselves differently or shape the way we see ourselves in comparison to our coworkers or our peers or our colleagues um so yeah i mean it's just you are where you are because that's where you're supposed to be if you don't feel like that's where you're supposed to be maybe you can re- reconsider what you're doing and if you don't like it reconsider what you're doing um but <laughs> Um, yeah, we are where we are because we deserve to be there. Um, if you didn't deserve to be there, you wouldn't have got the job. You wouldn't have got the promotion. You wouldn't have made it this far. So, um, just take that into consideration when you're having those thoughts. I know it's hard to like have those thoughts (laughs) and then just be like, oh, it's fine. I'm good. But, uh, just try to think about that and it might help just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. The last thing I want to say is like, if social media is the culprit um just you know try spending less time on social media maybe delete the apps that aren't all that beneficial to you for example like I don't really I pretty much deleted the Facebook app and like LinkedIn apps off my phone because I don't like I don't need them like I'm more of in a creative industry so I just have Instagram Snapchat and TikTok and then that's the only three I need Instagram, I'm even trying to limit my time on there because it's just very overwhelming at times. So that's another thing you you can do with that. 
Yeah, just try not to get caught up in the noise. Yeah, unfollow anything that doesn't bring you joy. If you feel like there's an account that's always posting stuff that makes you feel bad about yourself, don't follow it. <laughs> like, it sounds like such a simple thing. And I think this goes for further than imposter syndrome. It goes for self-worth, self-value. If you feel less than or, you know, like you're not doing enough every time you see someone's post, maybe it's time to, to not follow them and just follow things that you associate with or that bring you joy or that make you feel good because that's just that's just going to continue continuously be in the back of your head so don't succumb to that kind of stuff yes exactly i think us young professionals need to give ourselves more credit (laughs) yeah i know we have i know millennials have a, a a negative connotation of like needing a gold star or like the trophy <laughs> participation trophy um but i feel like it's the opposite a lot of times and maybe that's again part of the culture of like millennials that they they ask for more they want for more but i think we also want more for ourselves um so most of the people i know are not like looking for handouts they're more looking to to be better as professionals um to the point where it gets to they feel like an imposter so um yeah just self-care is always important (laughs) um and just like taking the time to like think about where you've been and where you're going and how you got here and all the work that you put in to get here is important exactly yep all right i think that pretty much wraps up the episode for this week yeah thank you for listening thank you for joining us we hope we made your friday a little bit brighter and look out for next week's episode And as always, you can find us anywhere on social media at Modern Driven Media, or you can visit our website at www.moderndrivenmedia.com.